Hello and welcome to Jumpstart Weekly, the manga podcast, where every week we read all of the chapters of Shonen Jump on Viz's website, as well as another collected volume of manga. I'm your host, Jeremy. And I'm your host, Kevin. And today we read Bleach Volume 3. Before that, though, we have Shonen Jump. Kevin, what did you think of Shonen Jump this week? Not super excited about a lot of it. Yeah, I've been really high on it the last couple of weeks. This one was a chore. Yeah, I think the stuff that was high the last couple of weeks was just fine this week, and nothing else stepped up. No, not at all. Usually I edit podcasts while I'm reading Shonen Jump. I go between them. I, I will mm-hmm. take a little break to read a chapter of manga. This was the opposite. I was like, oh, thank God that manga's over, and I can take a break <laughs> by editing this podcast. <laughs> So I guess we will get right into it, starting with the brand new series, Cypher Academy, Chapter 1. World War Four will be fought with pencils and paper. What did you think of Cypher Academy, Kevin? Not for me. No, me either. Who is this for? I mean, yep. it's, there, there are some things I kind of like about it, but like the style of it is really bad. Mm-hmm. I didn't get that the main character was supposed to be a guy until it was a plot point that he was. Yeah. There's just a lot of buzzwords thrown in here. The timeline seems super weird because they keep referencing World War II when code breaking was a big deal, but this is the future? Yeah, maybe. Like, I mean, it is the future, but it, like, it doesn't seem like it is. Like, I know it's, the title is World War Four. but I was like, so why are you, what? Also, the stakes were not clearly established for the conflict. Yeah. So when it's like, what a twist. I'm like, no, that's not a twist. That's you deciding the rules are different than yeah. you established earlier. Then you didn't establish earlier is the issue. Is you didn't come up with rules. You're like, this are the, these are the rules now. Okay. Isn't that a twist? No, in order to twist it, I would have had to have known the first time. Yeah. Yeah, I just like... So on top of just not liking it in general, if it's going to be a thing focused on Japanese ciphers that, that won't translate well, if it's like, you know, oh, th- this means this. And I, I was like, just, mm, okay, sure. I did actually read the poem of Inari real quick after reading the first couple, just because that's a name, or is it Inari? Iroha. Iroha, thank you. The poem of Iroha right before this, because there was an Iroha, I'm like, I know I, isn't Iroha normally a girl's name? Mm-hmm. I know I know some fictional Irohas, and none of them would come to mind, so I Googled it. And before finding the the two Irohas I was thinking of, I found the poem. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I also will agree with that. It's not going to translate well at all. Yeah. Anything else you want to say on it before we move on? I did not like the speech censored stuff that they threw in there. That's part of the style I was talking about. It just like, it feels really random. I, the one that was like censoring propaganda was interesting. Like not propaganda, but he was like, they were making a, a statement about Japan and that got censored. I was like, that's an interesting take. But then it was like, oh, we're going to censor the swear words. Like, just don't swear then i i mean i'm it's weird because it implies there's a filter between us and the text right mm-hmm. which is like i i've heard weird dari tribes about how star wars is that too because it starts with a text crawl mm-hmm. but this just feels very odd to me and yeah. it makes it feel like we're watching it through a lens that we're not aware of yeah just like it is a redacted version of this manga yes yeah not for me at all either Next up, we have the Ichinose Family's Deadly Sins, Chapter 2. Tsubasa returns to school. I like the first chapter of this fairly well, but we are not picking up on anything that interested nope. me from the first chapter. No, nope, this... Uh, Sucks and I hate it. Yeah, yeah, that's 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 a good call. I was just kind of like, oh, 
it's like a lame twist. Like, you know, oh, he just wants to die because he's picked on by all of his friends. Like, that sucks, dude. <laughs> yeah, it's not interesting. Yeah. That's and, just like, that's just shitty. And like, if all of his family had really interesting twists, but he didn't, that might be something. But then you have to present it that way. Not yes. starting with this one. Exactly. You know, if oh, my family are all super spies, but I'm just the, I'm the failure of the family. Like, okay, that's something. But not start off with, uh, oh, I, I suck and everyone hates me. It's like, oh, why am I reading this? Exactly. Anything else you want to say on it? Nope. Next up, we have My Hair Academia, number 373, Friends. My only note for this chapter is okay. Yeah. I, like, they were setting up that cool voice battle and just immediately throw it out the window. Yeah. It was like, oh, the voice didn't matter at all. Well, that's lame. And we cut outside the stuff that also feels like it doesn't matter. Yeah. Again, I still have the thing of like, I got to get into the hospital. I was like, weren't you literally right behind him? What happened? How are you suddenly outside of the building? There's a teleporting guy, Kevin. <laughs> there is, but remember, he's locked up until the end of this. Yeah, I know. Look, it wasn't a good week for Shannon, Joe. No. Let's hit our escape patch. You, you know what? what's even worse? No One Piece next week. Yeah. But we do get One Piece this week. We do get One Piece this week. With chapter 1067, Punk Records. What did you think of One Piece this week, Kevin? I liked One Piece this week. Uh, this was one of the, I get not, not as good as it's been the last couple of weeks, but still really good. Uh, you didn't love Vegapunk being like, oh, I put my brain in the cloud. That doesn't exist yet. I am trying to invent the, the cloud, cloud, though. <laughs> what, but, now, hear me out. What if we like just had a giant brain that everyone could put their stuff in and then read everything that was in there? Yep. JP's like, wouldn't people put like a bunch of political bullshit on there, though? It's like, that's the risk we'd have to take for science, Jimmy. <laughs> I do. I did really like that bit. I did really like even Jimmy being like, uh, what if people put their ideologies into your brain? And him just being like, you know, that is a very excellent question. <laughs> I also love Vegapunk. We already knew that Momo's Dragon Fruit or Dragon Devil Fruit was created by Vegapunk. Yep. But I love the like super One Piece bit of him like, oh, he turned into a dragon? Yeah, just like Kaido? Yeah, what color was he? Pick. Oh, it's a total failure. <laughs> it was so good. Well, because most of them like were failures. Like they did not produce probably the effects he wanted. But that one, it was like, you know, what color did he turn pink? Damn it, I failed completely. Everyone just been like, uh, what? And Vegapunk being like, hey, I noticed you don't have any escorts currently. Can I be your escort now? Yes. I would love to be on your ship. There are six of me. I also do love the, hey, can you help me leave? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I think I'm a pretty cool character. Yeah. <laughs> I'd like to be in one piece for a while. What do you think, Luffy? <laughs> I also do like that uh, he was like yeah I had to I had to remove my brain and put it on top of this mountain because it was getting a little ridiculous yeah <laughs> oh yeah we also find out Vegapunk ate the brain fruit yes which gives his brain infinite storage capacity but makes his head grow larger too to accommodate yep which is why he put it in the cloud yes he had to first invent the cloud because there's no internet in one piece yes see our previous conversation <laughs> anything else you want to say about one piece Kevin nope Next up, we have Hunter Hunter, chapter 395, founding part one. Hunter Hunter is pretty wild, Kevin. Yeah. Like, I bet we could make something up. Like, this is a flashback chapter of the villains finding a VHS tape with Super Sentai on it and making a fan dub of it. And people listening to this podcast who don't read Hunter Hunter would probably believe that's what happened in this chapter. Yep. 
<laughs> be pretty good if that would happen, though. <laughs> uh, yes, Hot Rod is very good. I wasn't a huge fan of the stuff still in the boat, but I do like the shift to talking about the Phantom Troop. Like, all of that was really good. Yeah, I think I like the stuff in the boat just because, like, I'm like, oh, I know who these guys are. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> I know who this guy with the sword is. Where's Machi? She got to be on this boat, right? <laughs> Some characters I care about. Weird. Yep. I found out Biscuit's on this boat, too. <laughs> Can we cut over to Biscuit? Yeah. Good old Biscuit. <laughs> Anything else you want to say about Hunter Hunter this week, Kevin? Nope. That'll take us to Sakamoto Days, Days 96, Healthy. What did you think of Sakamoto Days this week, Kevin? I liked it. I liked the the kind of shifting over to the fight with the dad and, like, you know, why are you trying to kill the uh, the, the JAA? Was like, so I can look my son in the eye again. <laughs> and uh, meanwhile, Sam be like, hey, Grandpa, why did my dad kill my mom? And he's like, I don't know. Ask him. Uh, yeah. <laughs> there was probably a reason. It was, you know, probably not because he's an asshole. Yeah. Although, while well, I liked that stuff, a bunch of the, like, JA politics stuff we got in here. Like, yeah. whenever we cut to these trio of characters, I stop caring. Fair. And we cut to them. Mm-hmm. So that wasn't great, but... I liked a bunch of the other stuff. Yeah. Uh, next up, we have Martial Magic and Muscles, Chapter 133, Thin Aims and the Staunch Fellowship, which continues to be fine. Yeah. Which I think made it rank very high this week. <laughs> yeah. Just by maintaining the course. Hey, maybe Marshall's going to be back. Yep. I mean, uh, obviously, maybe he's going to be back eventually, but... It seems like it's starting to get soon. Yeah. Somebody did call them on their cell phone and be like, hey, Marshall's going to be there soon. Yeah. Anything else you want to say about Marshall, Kevin? Nope. That'll take us to the Elusive Samurai, Chapter 87, Plans 1335. <laughs> My only note for this, which does make sense to me, is horse with child faster than horseman horse. <laughs> <laughs> which is the plot of this chapter. It is the plot of this chapter. I did really like this one. I liked I liked that bit. I liked that the the guy who loves horses eats horses, like because of course he does. It makes total sense. Uh, but I also love that. Now, it makes elusive samurai. It makes sense. elusive samurai. Well, I mean, you know, the horse, like horse people actually used to eat horse meat. Y- yes. And there's an explanation of that in this chapter. Yeah. They did not just bite into the horse. Well. Correct. They did not just start eating the horse that they were riding, that they rode to death. But I do love that it's like, you know, time to get him a new horse. Wait, he's drooling. He needs to feed. And he's like a fucking vampire. Just rips into its neck. He read that 5e article about carrying a bag of rats with you at all times. But he just uses his horse. Uh, I love I I love reading about in RPG Bot the... Uh, him talking about the bag of rats trick he was like yeah just don't let people do the bag of rats trick but like Look, it's funny if you play a lizard man i'll let you do the bag of rats trick that's the only that's <laughs> the only way i'll let it happen dm well it depends on what you're doing with the bag of rats trick because i know one of them he was talking about with the hex blade curse the warlock where it's like oh you can transfer it along to like hostile enemies, so you have the bag of rats that you can just continually keep your hex blade or your hex curse running yeah. the whole time, so you never have to worry about actually like, oh, I only have one per short rest. What do I do? Yeah. <laughs> Anything else you want to say about a list of samurai? Kevin? No. Next up, we have blue box number seventy-eight. You are two, which I thought was pretty good. I really liked it. I really liked the talk about. I think they're better as friends. Yeah, I was a bit mixed on that, okay. just because I, it seems very word of God whenever this guy talks, 
And yeah. normally I'm fine with that, but this one seemed like, where is he getting this insight from? I think because he's been watching them and I'm assuming he had something because we've had like hints of his romantic relationships in the past. And I'm assuming he had something like this. That's as well. true. It just seems I feel like we're getting on. We're stretching credulity for him. This okay, is his role fair. in the story, but he's getting a bit Wilson from home improvement. I gotcha. Um, I, that's fair. But I, I still liked it when he was like, you know, hey, I've been friends with or I've like seen their interaction as friends and I think they'll be better as friends. I did like how this chapter uh, ends with him asking Chinatsu out, setting him him up to be rejected. Yes. We'll see what happens. It's not quite a parallel of him rejecting rhythmic gymnastic girl, but I like the potential setup. Mm-hmm. Last but not least, we have a Kanabanshi story 39. Okanban, I think is how you say that, but I don't know. I'm not a mm. Japan man. Yes. What do you think of this chapter, Kevin? It's interesting. I like the I like how stuff is shaping out for this arc. Yeah, I like this new character. Yeah. I, I like that like everybody's simping for her because yep. she is not she's like, oh, hey, what's up? Let me teach you how to be a greedy bitch. Yeah. Yeah, I really like that. Let me you teach know. you how to get guys to simp for you. Let me teach you how to be a Twitch streamer. <laughs> Do you have tits? You win. I mean, it's easier. It's easier, yes. It's also harder. Anything else you want to say about a Kanabadashi? Nope. All right. That'll take us to jump card then. Jump card is the segment where we rank everything we read, not just what we talk about every week. 18 full chapters this week. What do you have at the bottom, Kevin? I have Cypher Academy at the bottom. It just, I like it being the first chapter and me just kind of noping out of it immediately was not a great feeling, especially when I was like, I, I don't understand. Like, this isn't going to translate well. I don't know who this is for. I don't really care. Yeah, I rank these as I read them, and Cypher Academy was first. And I was like, enjoy being at the top, Cypher Academy, because you're going to be at the bottom. And then when it immediately wasn't, I was like, oh, no. Okay. Uh, I have me and Robico at the bottom. Okay. I mean, the World Cup, like, the knees joke is okay, but this is just a bunch of World Cup propaganda yeah. stuff that, eh. It's just, for me, uh, me and Robico went slightly higher because it was your typical me and Robico bullshit. And I'm not inured to it, but, you know, it wasn't like, oh, th- this is bad. What do you have at 17, Kevin? 17 is where I put the Ishinote's Family Deadly Sins. Same with me. Because I just... Uh, yeah. Yeah. What do you got at 16? 16 is where I have mean Robico. Completely really the World Cup stuff. The, like, the knees joke was sort of funny. But again, it's just that standard... Yeah, me Robico talking about a thing and soccer, sure, whatever. Uh, 16 is where I put My Hero Academia. Okay. Nothing... <laughs> I want to say nothing happens in this chapter, but it's not <coughs> even true. It just isn't exciting or interesting. No, it's like the worst possible outcome to the ending of that. Like, not the worst outcome to the ending of that fight, but it's the worst way to get there. Yeah. Like, I was expecting some kind of cool voice battle. And then, like, if they had not done this stuff with the people outside, like, just had the voice battle, have him not immediately break the tape recorder, 
but have him have President Mike break the tape recorder and then use the hand to win, that would be cool. Not just like, I have this tape recorder. Uh, it broke. Plan B. <laughs> it uh, worked. Oh. Yeah. Like, if, if Why it... is plan B always the better one? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, what do you have at 15, Kevin? 15 is where I put my hero, so I, I completely agree with you. Uh, that's where I put Cypher Academy. Gotcha. What do you have at 14, Kevin? 14 is where I have high school family. It's just, okay, sure, whatever. Uh, 14 is where I put Witch Watch. Okay. Because, like, we're setting up new stuff, but, like, it feels, like, so overdramatic, especially when we cut to her mom for the first time for yeah. this. And also, like, the real, it felt real underwhelming to just, like, end the fight. I kind of appreciated the, so one a bit higher for me, I kind of appreciated the, the ogre guy being like, I can take these guys on. Like, hold on now. These are actually like the paragons of the race right now. Like, don't underestimate them just because they look like dweebs. <laughs> and then I, I actually did appreciate the ending where it was like, shouldn't we be more tense all the time? Dude, we got like three months. <laughs> Good. Well, God, we're going to have some comedy chapters before we get back to this. Yeah. But so I, I like literally like basically calling that out of them being like, I'm uh, like, that sounds super t- stressful. I'm just, we're like we can relax right if we know we're screwed two months from now that means we're not screwed before two months from now right yeah all right then what do you have at 13 13 is where i put ginka and gluna we meet a dragon lady and going to school yay we did a test and it was the test all along it didn't even seem like the test like it just i mean maybe it was the test but yeah i was just gonna i was like all right all right whatever i get the peas at 13 Okay. I feel also pretty whatever with this. I mean, I, I it's not whatever. I feel like it missed to me. I appreciate what it's going for. And okay. It feels like because it's usually so airy, this was more grounded. I got it. And the, it didn't quite do the transition right, I feel like. I don't know. It landed for me, and this this week was kind of crappy, so it went quite a bit higher. I, that is fair. What do you have at number 12? 12 is where I put Tokyo Demon Bride. He added another person to his harem. But like you've noticed, uh, and other people probably have noticed, this has been in the back of the volume. For quite a while, that is not a good sign. Typically not. Typically not. I keep expecting it to get canceled every time we have a new series, and it hasn't, though, which to me is like a good sign. It is a good sign. Also could be a bad sign. We'll see. I have High School Family at 12. Okay. I don't know. I kind of appreciate everything in the trip wrapping up. That's fair. What do you got at 11? 11 is where I put Witch Watch. That's where I put Mission Yozakura family. Okay. Which, like, I thought was fine, but this one also just felt like a really rapid shift. And I don't know. I guess I wanted more Lotus Eater Machine stuff for him to break out of. Oh, fair. So it felt better when it happened. I still think we're going to have some of that because this didn't feel like a rapid shift to me because we saw the mom waking up last week. So it was like, oh, okay, cool. Now she's, like, you know, doing stuff. That makes sense. Uh, what do you got at 10? 10 is where I put Mashal. It was fine. <laughs> That's where I put Goy Ganglia. I I think I liked it a little bit more than you, but Fair. I agree with your your take. What do you got at nine? Nine is where I put the peas. It just seemed to. I was like, all right, that was kind of interesting. We'll see where this goes. Uh, nine's where I put Tokyo Demon Bride story. I don't like the, the meta of plus one girl get, but I did kind of like the D and D nature of this <laughs> adventure. I was just like, oh, what's this dungeon doing in our basement? <laughs> and the sort of building of lore I appreciated. Fair. What do you got at eight? Eight is where I put Mission Yozakura. Like I said, I appreciated it a little bit more. Uh, it's where I put Mashal. It's fine. I got you. What do you got at seven? Seven is where I have a Kanabanashi. It's good. You know, I, I like where this is going. So, uh, seven's where I put Sakimoto Days. Okay. Like I said, there's just like a whole chunk of it I did not care for. Fair. Other stuff is good. 
mm-hmm. and that's more than I can say for anything I put below it. Yep. What do you got at six? Sakamoto Days. Okay, that's where I put Hunter Hunter. Okay. I appreciate this backstory we're getting. Yeah. I, I like the fun of it. it. It feels very Odai, and nobody is as good as Odai at this. Yeah. But maybe I'll appreciate them. I are are the are the spiders the protagonists of this arc? Uh. I mean, they've always been like. I mean, the, the trick of Hunter Hunter is every villain is sympathetic to some degree, right? Yeah, and the spiders are actually surprisingly sympathetic. Uh, I mean, they have been from the beginning. They just did it at Uchiha, too. <laughs> I, I guess an Itachi. There's, it, there, it's a little bit worse than that because they are mass murderers, but like they come from the society of like literally the entire world shunned us. They come from a One Piece backstory, which is yeah. why we're getting a One Piece backstory for them now. Yes. But yeah, I, I do appreciate them, so... I, you know, I, I'm liking it. What do you have at number five? That's where I put Hunter Hunter. Uh, that's where I put Undead Unlock. Okay. I, it's wearing on me a little, but I am liking this arc of Undead Unlock a lot. Yeah. It. I like the, like, evolution of her power here. Yeah. And I like how it kind of went wrong. Sort of went wrong, but she's kind of, like, just rolling with it. Like, uh, it's my number four. I like that she was like, yeah, I made the Unlock bullet, and then Shen's master, I want to say, because that's, Yeah. The, the one guy who became a zombie who is being controlled by his apprentice who loves him or who did love him. Uh, but anyway, his master is the one who shows up and she was like, hmm, that didn't work out quite like I expected, but let's grow like just, you know, like, oh, okay, you're here now. And everyone else freaking out and her just being like, well, let's do this now. Yeah. I got to count about a sheet for like, gotcha. I like this new villain mentor character. They're sure. definitely a character. Yes. What do you have at three? Three is where I put the elusive samurai. Same. It's good. I, horsemen eat horses and <laughs> child horse faster than horseman horse. Also, hair draw very pretty. Yes. If I wrote a second note, it would have been hair draw very pretty. I do like that he was like, all right, we're going to need some gold leaf and some glitter and like we need to make your hair sparkly so that the guy follows it. Yeah. What do you got at number two? Two is where I put blue box. Okay. I put one piece at two. Okay. Which I don't think you would have guessed from the way I described each chapter. No. I just, I, I did like One Piece. You know, I did like, what if we made the cloud? What if people put their ideology into the cloud? Eh, probably going to suck, but let's go find out. Probably better than not making the cloud in the first place still. <laughs> probably. I guess I just really like the ending of Blue Box and how I feel like it might parallel some stuff that's come before. I got you. All right. We read Bleach Volume 3. And we'll be back to talk about that after the break. Uh, so we are at Bleach Volume 3 this week, Kevin. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ichika's mom's dead. Yep. Because <laughs> he's Batman. Yes. Oh, he only had one parent die, though. Uh, yeah, His other parent is a grim... Re- I don't even know what's going on with Ichika's dad. I didn't get that far. I won't lie. Uh, his other dad is... Or <laughs> his other dad. His dad is an ex-captain of the Shikigami. I'm pretty sure that means he's dead, Kevin. Again, I don't know I that don't, Taite Kubo knows. I don't but. think Taite Kubo knows either because at one point Ichigo dies, maybe. But it's kind of that like, well, he died, 
but not really. Like instead of like dying and his soul moving on, he's just like moved over there <laughs> to the dead realm as opposed to actually being dead. I mean, I feel like there are plenty of comedies with that as a premise, right? Sure. <laughs> That's got to be a manga like, oh no, my girlfriend died, but she actually just moved down state. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a light novel. Yes. The trick is it's very easy to come up with light naval, t- naval titles. You just say a sentence and yep. you, you need a but or an and <laughs> in the middle. Yep. You need, it's just a compound sentence. It's a compound sentence, and uh, nowadays it's usually I reincarnated as blank. Yeah, being an object, a different, you know. It doesn't have to be. That's easy mode, Kevin. That is easy mode. I, I'm pretty sure I said this exact thing last time we read Bleach, but like, what I'm really struck by is how Taite Kubo sure Taite Kubo to Bleach yep. <laughs> as it went on. Because Manus' initial cast of characters is pretty good, and yep. man, does he forget about all of them, except Ichigo's dad, who will be back to be a Soul Reaper his the his one younger sister the black haired one also shows up for a bit oh does she i didn't get that far yeah because she because remember she can also see spirits so when he comes back to reality i'll guess when he comes back to earth she's like forced to deal with what's going on and people are targeting her because she's ichigo's sister Oh, that's interesting. I'm glad he didn't forget about her. He did forget about his her, his other sister, I assume. Sort of. She's also there, but like she's just there to like it's like, you know, I'm going to get your sisters, but she's the completely helpless damsel cuz she can't literally doesn't see anything. The, does the villain kidnap them both and put them in a tower and then each go That sounds like what would happen in Bleach to me. <laughs> yeah, I don't know cuz like, you know, they do have their dad. Maybe it's it gets weird. Oh, but also Ichigo's childhood friend. Orihime? No, uh, Orihime's friend. Oh, Orihime's friend, yeah. Yeah, he- I'm pretty sure she vanishes. And Chad, who isn't in this volume. But... He isn't in this volume. He shows up and then vanishes again. Yeah, I was going to say, he, he gets set up. He was set up last volume. And yeah, he gets, he gets, he and gets a cool vanishes. hollow arm and then vanishes. Uh, and, and then, well, he van, or I guess he doesn't vanish, but then he's got to make all those cool captains and then they have to vanish. Yeah. And he makes a bunch of, I don't even remember what the villains are in the arc I tapped out of. My my brain wants to say I her jar, but I know that's not right. The I her jar? So did you- the half hollows, half. Oh, no, I know what you mean. Because those are actually, those aren't actually the villains. You're right. They're not. They're actually his allies because they're all fighting Eisen. They go fight Eisen, yes. But yeah. I can't, I, but no one knows what they're called. Uh, I forget. But yeah, the, the half hollows, half soul reapers because Eisen was trying to perfect his perfect form and he experimented on all of them. And Rukia. <laughs> she sticks around. But then, you, but then he beats Eisen and then goes and fights the super gods because he <laughs> finds out that Oh, there's an entire other rank of captains that guard God, and like somebody, literally guard God. And then somebody uh, light Yagami's him. Yeah, because you know, like every, every time he's got to lose all his powers, and then it's like, oh well, it's because you're actually a human hollow Quincy person, Soul Reaper. Yes, half Chozo. That's why you lose all your powers every arc. Yes, <laughs> it's, it gets it gets weird at the end. I know there's some people that are excited about the anime finishing that last arc. I'm like, I didn't even like the last arc. Like, I liked Bleach. It started going off the rails. I'm terrified they're actually Taiteku was actually going to write more Bleach. Like Shonen Jump keeps threatening he's going to, <laughs> and we'll have to talk about it. 
Yeah. I mean, like... I, guy can draw good, so at yeah. least there will be that. Yeah. The, I, I never had problems with that, but I just remember being like, oh, these are the secret captains that are guarding God. Seriously? What, weren't they going to like destroy the whole planet? You think at some point they should show up? Like maybe just one of them should show up and be like, "Hey, you, you guys okay over there?" Like you know, we're here guarding God, but like if the planet's destroyed, then we're destroyed as well. Maybe we should come help. No, okay, cool. Uh, uh, Kevin, you've obviously never lurked retail. If you think someone from upper management should come deal with any problem, <laughs> they would only make it worse if they did. I know, man. I keep not talking about stuff that happened in this volume. Instead yeah. of talking about Bleach generally, is there anything you want to talk about, Kevin? Like, we get Ichigo's backstory, kind of, and some stakes get kind of personal for him. Yeah, I do I do kind of like that where he's, I do think it's funny that it was like, your name means somebody who's trying to protect. I was like, I thought his name meant strawberry. <laughs> Japanese is a, is a complex language with I, many meanings. Kevin. I know, but I just really, I would have really loved someone to be like, you know, my name, my name means somebody who protects. I thought your name was Strawberry because of your hair. No, no. You see, you put the katakata here and not here. <laughs> oh, okay. That makes way more sense. But, you know, he, he feels uh, super broken up about he thinks he killed his mom. Because he, he was like, oh, when I was a kid, I didn't understand. Like, I could see dead people. But I didn't understand death because I was, you know, like eight. So I didn't understand that I was looking at a dead person. I just thought I saw somebody jump off a cliff. So I went to go help them. And... I woke up and, you know, I, I went falling off the cliff and woke up and my mom was dead. Uh, luckily for me, I'm in bleach and everything is a metaphor for uh, teenage angst that mm-hmm. you can beat up because it's a ghost. Yes. <laughs> and bleach is still okay, so the metaphors are still okay. Yep. But then we have the Kingfisher, who's the first recurring villain. So, like, he Ichigo doesn't beat up this hollow and then he'll show up later and then he'll show up later again. Does he show up again? I thought this was more. His of dad a- beats him up because there's a there's a point where he's he comes back to Earth because it was it's like sort of because they this might have been after I tapped out. I don't remember, but I do remember King Fisher sort of shows back up. It's not totally him because you know even in this one at the very end of it we have something else modifying him. I think somebody else brings him back again, and he's now like a hundred feet tall. And uh, so he's holding his sword going like, you know, look how big my sword is. This is how big. Yeah. Well, he's got the. So he's like, look how big my sword is. Look how big my spiritual energy is. And his dad, Ichigo's dad murders him. And he's like, yeah, the captains all modulate their their Zanpakuto size because otherwise we would be swinging swords the size of buildings around. It's actually cool when you have a small sword. I mean, sword. I mean. (laughs) It's more like I. I don't, <laughs> I don't. I don't want a skyscraper-sized sword as a. That sounds like to... admitting defeat to me. <laughs> I'm just saying, Ichiro die would have drawn that skyscraper. Oh man, I hope Zoro gets a skyscraper-sized sword. Well, I mean, because he he does for the the, but the the giant guy has the skyscraper-sized sword, and then there is one of the dudes whose his uh, sword special ability is it can extend like infinitely. Like, extremely I fast, or he I, shoots I, it like a gun. I'm just kidding. Taite Kubo drew a lot of cool swords. Yes. I, I won't take that away. I'll take a lot of things away from Taite Kubo. I will not take that away from him. Yep. It's not like Kenpachi's sword, which is, like, just beat to shit because he doesn't care. Look, I'm not even saying he's bad at making characters. He's just yep. bad at remembering he, he has. He makes a Toriyama looks like a well-researched librarian who has carefully cataloged all of his characters yep. and uh, is planning to reuse them any day now. Anything else you want to say about this volume of Bleach, Kevin? 
No, that's really it. It's kind of just the stuff with his mom and then the Kingfisher fight. It's a fast read because it's yep. Bleach, so that's nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess that just leaves us with personality power level. Vegeta, what does the scouter say about his power level? Personality power level is the segment where we rank characters from best to worst. Again, there are a lot of them in Bleach. Uh, at the top, we have Homer Akemi. She would be just fine in Bleach. At the bottom, we have Koku from Flame of Rekka. He might also be fine in Bleach. Yeah, he would. Actually, he would. He'd probably hang out with Ichigo's dad, as weird as that sounds. In the center, we have Tenra Ida, who does not seem like he fits into Bleach at all, actually. He sort but of looks like the Quincy guy. I did see an action figure of him the other day, mm-hmm. and it was like, who wants a Tenra Ida action figure? I'm, it depends on the action figure. Like, I could see him in his suit of armor. Like, he actually looks pretty cool when he's in Genium. Uh, uh, it, it was the, the costume, but it, no face shield. That's, that's fine. Like, I, I don't need the face shield. But, like, when he's got the cool knight armor, I was like, that's actually a pretty cool look. All right, from Bleach so far, we have Rukia at 137 and Ichigo at 117. Mm-hmm. Uh, who do we want to put low on the list this week, Kevin? <laughs> We've got Orihime about is the only character that ever shows back up again. Look, I mean, we could put his dad on here, but like, nah. You, you'd have to take that. I know his dad. Like I said, I know his dad. It sounds like a Soul Reaper, right? Is what I know. He's like an ex-captain, and that's basically it. Uh, Orihime does draw, draw, take the assignment of uh, what will you look like in the future in this episode and draws herself as a robot. Yes. And also her power is literally that uh, I reject your reality and replace it with my own. Yes. So what I'm saying is definitely better than Ichigo. Yes. Which makes this harder because now I have to compare her to real characters. <laughs> like Better than Tuxedo Mask probably. Yeah. Probably not as good as Kagome. Fair. And therefore not as good as Inuyasha. Fair. Probably not as good as Soma from Food Wars. Yeah. How do you think she can the Chisei Hattori from Ancient Mage's Bride? Lower. Okay, final question. Better or worse than Kafka Hibino from Kaiju number eight? Lower. Okay. So Orihime goes at number 99, above Mamoru Chiba, a.k.a. Tuxedo Mask, and below Kafka Hibino, a.k.a. Kaiju number eight. Next week, it's the Christmas times. Yep. And so we're going to start with the most Christmassy of sports, volleyball, and read Haikyuu Volume 19. Yes. Until then, our opening theme is Fighting Against One's Will by Midair Machine. Our closing theme is A Psychic Fist Fight by Tom W. Emmert. Other music on the show is by Spectacular Sound Productions, and our album art is by Kate Wind on DeviantArt. www.lastpodcast.com is our website, where you can check out my other podcasts, It's a Gundam and Last Time on Video Games. It's a Gundam is starting to watch Gundam Build Fighters, the most toyetic, merchandise Gundam show there ever was, so that's perfect for the Christmas season. Yeah. Anything you want to plug, Kevin? Nope. Have a great week, everybody. Stop.